Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. For five years on your new windows, visit windownation.com. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First to look, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Lighter winds, clearer skies, and a cold one here for this evening and overnight. Temperatures by early Wednesday will be dropping down to the mid-20s to lower 30s across the area. But a warmer afternoon, near 50 degrees with partly sunny skies. All eyes on the potential for a winter storm system. Some areas could see snow on Saturday, some a wintry mix, others just rain. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. The wharf in D.C. is at 36 degrees, some of us falling to 26 in the suburbs. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, an arrest in the New Year's Day deadly shooting at a Friendship Heights hotel. I'm Dick Uliano. New year, but the same fascinating issue, the potential move to Alexandria by the Caps and Wiz. Who's going to pay for a possible new arena in Potomac Yard? I'm Scott Gelman. New push to stop a massive data center campus from going up in our region. How did they get almost 400 people off a plane in only a minute and a half? It happened overseas just this past day. We'll go in depth. It's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Tensions are even higher than usual in the Middle East after a senior Hamas leader was killed in Beirut by a suspected Israeli attack. There are concerns the conflict could expand, but CBS's Ian Lee in Tel Aviv says the attack may not necessarily draw Lebanon into another war with Israel. And ever since October 7th, we have seen this cross-border fighting. Israel has been striking. Hezbollah militants killing them. Hezbollah has been firing rockets and missiles into Israel, killing people. But neither side at the moment seems like they want to escalate it to a second front. Days after a powerful earthquake rocked Japan, access to some areas is still blocked. CBS's Lucy Kraft has that. With land access into remote areas of the Noto Peninsula still largely impassable, officials can't get a full grasp of the damage. Rainfall and mudslides pose an additional threat to an area still sustaining aftershocks. Quakes in Maryland and New York City shook people in their beds. Monday night, a 2.3 magnitude quake was felt in Rockville, Maryland, and Tuesday morning, a 1.7 magnitude quake hit New York City. The CDC says more than half the country is experiencing a rise in COVID, flu, and RSV cases. CBS's Meg Oliver reports. Nationwide emergency room visits and deaths are up from the previous week, and it's not just COVID cases that are climbing. 31 states are reporting high or very high levels of respiratory illnesses, including flu and RSV. A drop in illegal crossings at the southern border has the Border Patrol reopening a remote crossing in Lukeville, Arizona, that's used to travel to a resort area on Mexico's Sea of Cortez. It had been closed for a month because of a surge in migrants. A three-judge panel of a federal appeals court has ruled unanimously that emergency rooms in Texas are not required to provide life-saving abortions. More from reporter Chris Fox. Texas filed suit arguing the guidance was a nationwide mandate that every hospital and emergency room physician perform abortions. The Fifth Circuit agreeing, ruling that the federal law does not mandate medical treatments, let alone abortion care, nor does it preempt Texas law. One organization says it's experiencing a run on abortion 
abortion pills, says CBS's Deborah Rodriguez. The telehealth group Aid Access reports it received an average of 25 requests a day before the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. After that, it soared to about 118. If you've walked on the Brooklyn Bridge recently, you've had to navigate past dozens of souvenir sellers. The city now says enough. It's banned the vendors who admit the bridge is overcrowded, but they say forcing all of them off the iconic span is a bridge too far. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 12.03 on Wednesday morning, the third day of January. Cold temperatures overnight, 32 degrees. Welcome to the Overnight Shift. Good morning, I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for joining us here on WTOP, the top local stories that we're following this hour. An arrest has been made in the city of D.C.'s first homicide of the year, the deadly shooting of an 18-year-old woman at a Friendship Heights hotel. Ashley Hines was killed at a New Year's party at the hotel. D.C. police say they have arrested 18-year-old Jelani Cousin of Northeast and charged him with second-degree murder while armed. Ashley's mom, Tiffany Falden of Clinton, Maryland, says her daughter, home for holiday break from Louisiana State University, was an honors graduate from Henry Wise High School in Upper Marlboro. He was her senior year student government overall president, part of the National Honor Society, just an overall good kid. The deadly shooting happened around 1.20 a.m. January 1st. Hines was found inside a seventh-floor room at the Embassy Suites Hotel. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. A Prince George's County man is facing a murder charge this morning in connection with the mysterious disappearance of a friend. Prince George's County police say that 20-year-old Damian Myers was reported missing by a family member back on April 15th, just a day after he left home looking for a ride from his friend, 23-year-old Paris Good. Detectives originally opened a missing persons investigation for Myers, but over the next week they uncovered evidence suggesting that he had been shot and killed inside of Good's car. Good was arrested last week. He admitted to shooting Myers and getting rid of his body in the Fort Washington area. Police are still trying to determine a motive for the shooting. Good is being held without bond on first and second degree murder charges. It's 12.05. We're getting more details now about the finances of potentially moving the Capitals and the Wizards out of D.C. and into Alexandria's Potomac Yard neighborhood. You'll remember that big announcement a few weeks ago from the team's owner that he plans to move the franchises into the new arena as part of a sports complex there in the coming years. Now questions are being asked about who's going to pay for the facility. Alexandria's mayor tells WTOP's Scott Gelman, it's not going to be the Virginia taxpayers. Instead, Mayor Justin Wilson says Monumental will pay up front to start construction on a possible Potomac Yard Arena. And that debt will be paid off by ongoing rent that Monumental will pay. They will pay a, a, an ongoing rent payment every year. Money generated from events and restaurants at the new complex will be used to pay for the rest. These are not revenues that could be used for police and fire and teachers and, and all the other priorities of local and state government. In a recent newsletter, Wilson wrote the city will pay for 5% 
10 of the $2 billion project. Monumental sports and new tax revenue from the site will pay the balance. We're not taking city tax dollars right now and funding the arena. Wilson tells WTOP how the project will be paid for is top of mind for many Alexandria residents. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. That plan to build what's expected to be the largest data center corridor in the world in Prince William County is now facing a lawsuit. A group of Prince William County residents are suing the Board of Supervisors in an effort to stop the campus from moving forward. Our partners at 7 News report the group has formed a nonprofit called Defend Devlin Corporation. They filed a 473-page lawsuit filed last week. It says the plan violates the state law and the county's code of ordinances. They also claim the company behind the data center was treated differently than previous applicants, and the county broke rules to push the request through. The Board of Supervisors approved the plan last month by a vote of 4-3 to three after a nearly 27-hour meeting. The digital gateway plan would allow as many as 37 new data centers to be built on about 2,000 acres of land near Gainesville, 1207. Right now, it seems as though as almost everyone in our area is coming down with something, whether it be the flu, RSV, or COVID-19's latest variant. So what do you do? And our mask mandates far behind. Yeah, it looks like influenza is increasing at the fastest rate among the respiratory viruses that are out there right now. However, the COVID variant JN1 has been pushing the numbers upwards too, says Dr. Andrew Pekosh, a virologist with the Johns Hopkins University Bloomberg School of Public Health. And he would not be surprised to see mask mandates return in some settings. You know, hospitals, nursing home facilities, they have a really high density of people who are susceptible to very severe outcomes with respiratory infections. His advice, get vaccinated. It's not too late. Stay home if you are sick and get tested so that you can get treatment with antivirals if appropriate. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, the latest in money news and a mixed opening to markets on Wall Street. We'll get the latest. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Kane Halifax in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, in Lord 95 South, just before Lorton Road, a work zone has just the two left lanes getting by. It is slow going. A little bit south on 95 South in Woodbridge between Prince William Parkway, exit 158, and the Dale City exit, exit 156. The right lane gets by due to a work zone. 95 northbound also in Woodbridge near the Prince William Parkway. The the right lane is blocked at the work zone. I-66 westbound at the Roslyn uh, Tunnel. Right lane is squeezing by at the work zone. In Maryland, U.S. 50 crashed right at the beginning of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Traffic is stopped. In Columbia, U.S. 29 northbound before and after broken land uh, parkway exit 18 the right lane is blocked due to the work zone if you're on broken land parkway trying to go north on us 29 be aware there is no merge area so you'll have to merge straight into through traffic 270 between the beltway and frederick is running without delays or incidents in the district at eastern avenue between uh, both ways, Randolph Street in northeast and the Prince George's County line, U.S. 1, all lanes are blocked due to police activity. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, and Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. 
Go electric at FitzMall.com. I'm Kane Halifax, WTOP Traffic. 2-7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Clear and cold out there here early Wednesday morning. Temperatures in the 20s to around 32 degrees in most neighborhoods. We are, however, dealing with lighter winds today, so we're not going to be wind chilled. Later, we'll have a high temperature near 50 degrees, the warmest of the week with just a few scattered clouds. Clouds will fill in later, and there may be a straight shower late tonight and first thing Thursday. Otherwise, we're just mostly cloudy and breezy for Thursday with highs in the mid-40s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, it's 37 degrees in Springfield. Farragut Square has 32 degrees. Laurel, 32 degrees as well. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest, no conditions apply. Go to longfence.com today. Money news on WTOP 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with our Jeff Claybaugh. Tesla sales last year were up 38%, led by a surge in fourth quarter sales when Tesla slashed prices. Redfin forecasts home selling prices will fall 1% this year. Mom's Organic Market is opening in Severna Park, Maryland. It's first in Anne Arundel County. Mom's has grown to 25 stores in six states. First trading day of the new year, the Dow gained 26. The Nasdaq lost 1.6%. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. WTOP News time is 12.11. And coming up, we'll take a deeper look at that amazing story out of Japan where everyone on an Airbus survived a collision in a runway fire at the Tokyo airport. 12.11 here on the Overnight Shift on WTOP. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Central Union Mission. Men, women, and children experiencing homelessness and poverty have begun the new year hungry, lonely, and hopeless. But homelessness can end one person at a time when you partner with Central Union Mission. With $3.21, you can provide a meal, care, and an introduction to Central Union Mission's life-changing programs. A gift of $50 will feed and care for 15 people. How much hope can you provide? Visit WTOP.com and search charities. LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD, sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from Nitsa and the Ad Council. <laughs> Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. (laughs) Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got $1,200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. Coming up on WTOP, a Prince George's County man is facing a murder charge in connection to a mysterious disappearance of a friend. We'll have the story coming up. 
Lead, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD. Sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Good morning. It's 214. I'm Dan Ronan. Thank you for being with us. It is an amazing piece of video. The Japan Airlines Airbus A350 colliding at the Tokyo Hyundai Airport with a smaller Coast Guard Dash 8 plane and all 370 passengers and the crew on board the much larger plane survived. There were fatalities on the Coast Guard plane. Joining us from Daytona Beach, Florida, to discuss what happened is Anthony Brickhouse. He's a professor of aerospace safety at Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. Professor, thanks for joining us. You know, we hear so much about pre-flight safety briefings by crews and the training they go through. How did everything here work? Um, Good evening, Dan. Uh, This is a classic case of how the planets aligned and everything worked out perfectly. Um, listening to the safety briefing from the cabin crew is is important. Um, people don't step on the plane thinking that disaster is going to happen, but when passengers pay attention, uh, like those folks in Japan did, you, we can see the outcome and how positive it can be. You know, that's the point. We do hear those safety briefings. Many people will uh, disengage with them. They'll sometimes go to sleep. The bottom line here is pay attention and listen to what the flight crews say and know where the doors, know where the exits are. Absolutely. Uh, Something that I recommend whenever I teach my students to do a presentation is when you sit down on that aircraft is to actually locate where the emergency exits are. And in some situations, literally count the seats, count the rows uh, to the emergency exit. Therefore, if you don't have good visibility, you can you can find your way out. There is a very specific uh, amount of time that flight crews have to evacuate the plane. 90 seconds to get that plane evacuated any moment when parts of the plane are on fire. Absolutely. Um, Getting out in 90 seconds is is really hard. And we also have to assume that half of the slots um, are not operable. So leaving behind your personal effects, those backpacks and purses that may be above you and making your way to the exit is going to be paramount. This airline does have a real embedded culture of safety, don't they, dating back to an accident more than 40 years ago. The airline and the employees have really taken it upon themselves to be responsible for safety. Yes, uh, not just Japan Airlines, but the the Japanese culture is is very respectful and a very attentive culture. And I really think that played a role in how this tragedy um, did work out for those 379 people on board the Airbus. You know, Professor Brickhouse, in conclusion, we talked so much about the miracle on the Hudson uh, almost 15 years ago. Is this on a par with what happened in the Hudson River with uh, that great crew and that flight there? Yeah, the miracle on the Hudson is just another example of how um, having a highly professional flight crew and highly professional cabin crew and passengers who are paying attention um, increase your chances of survival. And it looks like that the same thing played out. Um, recently at the Haneda Airport over in Tokyo. Bottom line, when the flight crew gives you that briefing, pay attention. Absolutely so. Professor Anthony Brickhouse, he's a professor of aerospace safety at Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University, and that's in Daytona Beach, Florida. 
Now a quick look at the top stories that we're working on here at WTOP. Former President Donald Trump formally appeals his decision, removing him from the ballot in the state of Maine. Harvard's President Claudine Gay is submitting her resignation after scrutiny over her Capitol Hill testimony during a hearing on anti-Semitism on college campuses and new allegations of plagiarism. And the country is seeing a rise in the increase in a number of COVID cases and other respiratory illnesses. Keep it here. Full details on these stories in the minutes ahead on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Kane Halifax in the WTOP Traffic Center. Let's get it started in Maryland. U.S. 50 There's a crash right at the beginning of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Eastbound traffic is stopped. Westbound traffic is getting by. In Columbia, U.S. 29 northbound before and after Broken Land Parkway. The right lane is blocked due to the work zone. If you're on Broken Land Parkway trying to go north on U.S. 29, be aware there's no merge area, so you're going to have to merge straight into traffic. 270 between the Beltway and Frederick is running without delays or incidents. As we go to Virginia in Lorton, 95 South, just before Lorton Road, a work zone has just two lanes getting by, and it is slow going right now. A little bit south on 95 South in Woodbridge, between Prince William Parkway and the Dale City exit, right lane gets by due to a work zone. 95 Northbound, also in Woodbridge, near the Prince William Parkway, the right lane's blocked at the work zone. I-66 Westbound in the Roslyn Tunnel, right lane is squeezing by at the work zone in the district at Eastern Avenue both ways between Randolph Street Northeast and the Prince George's County line US 1 all lanes are blocked due to police activity the Washington DC Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center January 19th through January 28th tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. I'm Kane Halifax, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Lighter winds here on your Wednesday. Clear and cold, though. Temperatures in the 20s to around 32 degrees. We'll see a high temperature later today near 50 with partly sunny skies. And then clouds will fill in. We'll turn mostly cloudy for tonight with a stray shower possible. And a stray shower is possible too early Thursday morning. We'll be left with clearing skies breezy conditions on Thursday and a high temperature around 45 degrees, partly sunny and around 40 on Friday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Temperatures in the low 30s into the 20s in parts of our listening area. 32 at Tyson's, 28 at Waldorf, 36 degrees at LaFont Plaza. Coming up on WTOP, we'll tell you why more millennials are living at home with their parents. It's not because they're not motivated. Details coming up on WTOP. 1221 now. Thanks for being with us. Wheelchairs for Warriors serves those who served us. We provide custom-fit wheelchairs for veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. When they are denied the services they deserve, we stand in the gap. To join the mission and support America's heroes, you can visit our website at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. We are a 501c3 organization and part of the combined federal campaign. Visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. In the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. 
WTOP News. Facts matter. CarsForKids.org. Your car running or not can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to CarsForKids.org today. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. It's 1222. Many veterans in active duty military have invisible wounds like PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder, depression, and anxiety. Help Heal Veterans offers them medicine that doesn't come in a bottle. By providing free therapeutic craft kits, time-tested healing tools for invisible wounds that can help relieve pain and improve mobility and fine motor skills. HealVets.org. Healing the invisible wounds of war through creativity. HealVets.org. Sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 1223 now on WTOP. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. A federal judge in Virginia is tossing a lawsuit that seeks to ban former President Donald Trump from the Commonwealth's primary ballot. The suit also argued Mr. Trump should be taken off of the state ballot under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. But the federal judge ruled a pair of activists who filed the lawsuit lacked the legal challenging and the standing to challenge his eligibility for office. The judge says the activists totally failed to show Mr. Trump's presence on Virginia's ballot would cause them specific harm. Early voting for Virginia's March 5th primary is set in a little more than two weeks. The D.C. City Council has taken the first step to sue Mayor Muriel ba- to sue Mayor Muriel Bowser over her decision to withhold an increase in SNAP benefits in the new year. We get more from WTOP's Dick Giuliano. D.C. residents in the Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program were expecting a 10% benefits increase. But Mayor Bowser is second-guessing the raise. So D.C. Council Chairman Phil Mendelson has proposed authorizing the city's lawyer to sue the mayor to ensure the SNAP benefits increase is carried out. The council appropriates the budget. And in the budget, we were very specific that if the revenues were adequate, that we would enhance the SNAP benefits. Chairman Mendelson says he'll meet with Mayor Bowser Monday on the matter of the increased SNAP benefits, a day before the council is scheduled to vote on the resolution authorizing legal action. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. And a statement to WTOP this morning. The mayor's office appears to be doubling down on her decision, saying, quote, it's not prudent to increase spending on one program, especially when demand for other programs that support the same people is increasing beyond our current budget. The D.C. City Council chair has introduced legislation to keep the Nats Park up to date and in good repair. The measure comes after the mayor and the Nationals reached a deal last fall that would mean millions earmarked for updates to the ballpark, which is now 15 years old. The chairman, Phil Mendelson, says the measure sets up what he calls a ballpark maintenance fund. He says the money from the fund would come from the ballpark sales tax revenue and rent paid from the lease. Anything left over, he says, from the ballpark revenue fund balance would go in there as well. He says the district must keep the ballpark up to date. Sports at 25 and 55. Let's check in with Rob Woodfork. Maryland's 19-game home win streak ended with a wire-to-wire. 67-53 lost the top-ranked Purdue. Kevin Willem had no answers for Boilermaker big man Zach Eady, who finished with 20 points and 12 rebounds. We fared just like everyone else has this year. Not well. He is 
much more improved, and he's a willing passer. So you put that body 